Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Forever Reckless. It's your girl Jordan. And Kate. And TBH, we have no idea what the hell we're going to talk about today. <laughs> but in the meantime, we're going to catch you up on some things because there were a couple events um, that happened last week. Mm-hmm. So on Tuesday, we told you guys that um, the Funky Panther was doing another live episode at uh, Tulips. Um, and then they had the lovely Robin from Corks and Cowtown. Got it right that time. Um <laughs> Filling in to be the um, sub substitute, Chad. Yeah, she killed it. Uh, she basically had his um, entire outfit uh, downpacked, his quote unquote uniform. Yeah, um, I really just couldn't tell the difference. I thought we had Chad back. I was just like, oh my gosh, he's not so much of a ginger anymore. <laughs> what happened? He went to Egypt and just colored his hair on the way back. Yeah, and got extensions. <laughs> and got extensions. Yeah, I mean. It was a vibe. I, I loved it. She said she was really comfortable. It looked fucking comfortable. I mean, it looked like a vibe. Yeah. Honestly. I might go give me a couple Columbias. And, uh, is there a new, is there going to be a new style trend coming out? All based on Chad? Columbias and bike shorts. That would be a, like how we convert it. It'd be like lesbian meets fisherman. Yeah. Pick up a whole new audience. <laughs> actually. There has to be like a niche for that. There, there has to be. That's an unta- untapped market that, uh, we can just go in there and penetrate. <laughs> um, they were interviewing some Amplify 817 artists and talking about the upcoming show on 817 Day. Um, it was Avery Burke. Mm-hmm. Love her. She's amazing. Um, ben C. Jones. Ben C. Jones and Grant. Grant, yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. At first, I was like, what the fuck is Bensi talking about? <laughs> and it was cracking me up. Like, <laughs> I was looking at your face and you just looked so like c- confused, but also just like, what the hell? Yeah, I was just like, I was trying to just figure it out the entire time. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Because it, it felt like I was like not comprehending what was going on yeah it kind of felt like i was on drugs yeah and i i was like i feel like i'm fucking like high or something right yeah. now because i'm just not computing it was kind of, i mean it ended up being a vibe i think he i listened to his stuff he's super talented i um, I, I get at, we went so the next day we watched some of their stuff on youtube and then we uh went to got to watch ben c and i was like okay it's just his stick that like that's his thing yeah I don't understand it completely, but like he it works there for him with his white bucket hat, barefoot, talking an Australian accent, and yeah, I was I was there for it. Yeah, I feel like I'll be there for it next time. But as like the first introduction to that, yeah, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Um, but yeah, I got to meet the um, other Avery too. Mm-hmm. Yep, she wasn't interviewed by the boys, but uh, she we she came up to us after. Um, when we were just all just talking mm-hmm. and love her vibe, love yeah, her personality. Yeah, she's an artist with trend. She was so sweet. Um, she was cool. She listened to a couple of the episodes, and so um, when we got to talking to her, I was I was glad we got to meet her. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the coolest thing is that we've gotten to meet so many people that are like just genuinely like dope people and like talented artists and yeah, everything. That's my favorite part. It's it's my favorite part to whenever I meet someone that's listened. That I've never met before. Yeah. And then they have something that I could like check out, you know? Yeah, I met um well we had we also had Ernie Day. 
Yes. Um, on Saturday. It was his birthday celebration, which was super, super fun. Um, we'll kind of talk about that. But I met someone there. I have his card at home. Honestly, I don't remember his name. I know that's going to be fucked up. But um, I was outside talking to um, Joe, brewed up Joe and everything, actually, because my friend wanted a hat. And we're outside talking and stuff. And he's like, oh, you're Kate, right? From Forever Reckless. He's like, I listened to your guys' podcast. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, so I chatted with him. He was really nice. He does um, some music. He's like getting started in the music scene. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that he doesn't really have anything like out yet, but he's working on it. So he gave me his card. Um, and he, he seemed like a really cool guy, too. So that was fun. There's a lot of people there that we got to meet too. Can you do me a favor and pass me my computer? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one. Um, but side note, guys, if you guys listened to the last episode, uh, we were very intoxicated. And <laughs> I do have to give a um, formal apology to Andrew for butchering the Fort Worth Roots um, event information because, you know, the drinks were just flowing. And it just, you know... It, yeah, I, it wasn't it wasn't what that was no but so that will be uh we will give you all of the information properly um if you know it you can just fast forward through that part but we will give you all the information here shortly as soon as i pull up what i'm supposed to say <laughs> <laughs> um but go, yeah yeah ernie ernie day was amazing Got to see a lot of people perform. Mm-hmm. Um, Dank 817, Brendan Cole. Rome. I saw him for the second time after uh, seeing him for the first time originally at Louisa. Uh, Rome, so talented. Um, yeah, Rona's, Rona's dope. I wish he got out more. I, I kept telling him that. I was like, man, I wish you'd just perform more. Um, Brennan, he is so fucking awesome. Um, I love him because he's such a genuine person. Like, yeah, he's just wholeheartedly he's a great ass person he i love his music he really tries to i think write about things that matter to him and matter to other people within his community and he tries to make that kind of a staple within his brand and i think that's really like honorable of him um also he he, i love how dedicated he is to all of his friends up in the fort worth area because he drives from austin every time um and he literally just like drives up for the event and then drives back like right he doesn't make it a weekend out of it he doesn't make sure you know he's like spent a lot of time here i mean he literally drives three hours from austin to be here for one to two hours and then just drives back like that is that's a real one that's some dedication yeah okay um there was free drinks uh shout out to martin house mm-hmm. yep they, they had all the beer yes um we had ernie mode shots and it was a it was a it was a day. It was a day. Yeah. Um, I was intoxicated when I left. Very. I even took some with me home because they were like, I think at one point Ernie or Mitch were like, guys, we needed to clear this whole bucket out. Yeah. So when I was getting in my home. Uber, you guys threw one at me. Yeah. And so I had it in the, I had it in my Uber and I start talking to my Uber. Like we're like, you know, chatting with our Uber driver. Well, it turns out like he knows a ton of our friends. Like he's, has like a lot of mutual friends with us. And he's like, oh, yeah, I stay on 7th. They go out here. You know, I work here. I do all this. And we're like, oh, no way. Like, I know that person. And we just kind of went back and forth. He's like, yeah, you know, I'll probably be out tonight. You know, I'll just need something to get me started. And I was like, do you want this seltzer? I was like, I don't really care if you drink it. He's like, oh, thanks. (laughs) He's like, this is just what I need. (laughs) I was like, perfect. I was like, it's in my bag. Hold on. And I saw you guys went to uh, Chimmy's and Ampersand afterwards. I feel like everyone at your mom was, everyone in their mom was at Ampersand, not just in y'all's group, but like three of my friends, at least, that I know don't know you guys, mm-hmm. were there. And I was just like, why are all of my friends at Ampersand right now? See, Ampersand was 
a lot. It I looked got, crazy packed. Well, it was it was crazy packed. It was it was it was, it was an eventful night. So we started at Jimmy's after the show, and uh, Robin and Javier met us up, and we just kind of you know had a few drinks, started whatever. But I was like already so fucked up from the day. Right. I don't like, I don't know how y'all and y'all you went and Kate did something with Caroline before. Yeah. But even like I only drank at the event. And I was like, I cannot possibly drink anymore. So I was like, I don't know how they're going. Like, well, because we started the morning, went and got our nails done. And they're like, oh, well, like, like glass of champagne. That's fine. No, it's like, maybe I think it was like maybe noon or so. We're like, oh, you know, champagne's fine. We're going to lunch after this. They brought this glass. It was huge, like huge. And they, it was filled to the top. It was probably like at least like three or four glasses in the, in the one glass, like a normal champagne glass. It was that amount in this cup. Like, probably, like, three. And we drank it, and we were walking out, and we're like, damn, we went to have lunch at Pacific Table, and we just got a bottle of wine there, because it's so much cheaper there, especially there, like, just to get a bottle of wine instead. I've never been there. It's so good. Um, we got a bottle of wine there, and then got ready, and then went to um, Ernie Day, and there were, I had drank so much, and it was so, like, much sugar. Like, wine the ernie mud shots are so fucking sweet the seltzer i got to jimmy's and my head hurt so bad it was like my hangover was starting right in that moment and i was like no this can't happen i have to just like keep rallying or like i'm gonna die <laughs> so we had a couple drinks there a couple dps went to hooky for a little bit um just to kind of we wanted to go see one of our friends that works there and robin's really good friends there i met her through robin she's so sweet she bartends there uh, she also bartends at lottie's um and so went there it was, it was a lot. That's kind of where everyone started just getting really far gone really fast. Um, so once we went there, we went to Ampersand. It was just balls to the walls. There was like, it was so fucking packed. We, they got like balls of Tito's, which wasn't, I mean, at that point I couldn't even look at a bottle of vodka. Like I needed to just, that was like when I was like, you know what? I'm going to have like a drink and then like start, like I'm done. Like I'm just going to chill. Um, I don't think I fucking told you this. So, uh, Caroline and Madison had walked to the bathroom. They were in line at the bathroom and I was standing on the booth, like w- with some of our friends and I'm just kind of like, you know, like looking out at people, whatever. Guess who the fuck I see. I'm assuming it's either a freshman or all American. All American. And I just like kind of, <laughs> you see how long it took me to click that. Yep. Um, looks at me and I, I, I feel like I like, I feel like I, my face probably went dead. Like I saw him and I was like, nope. And I literally just like, look at my friends. I looked down, I sat down. I was like, no, I'm not even tolerating this. And everyone's like, what, what, what? And um, my friend was like, who'd you see? And I was like, oh, no one. Ha ha ha. Like no one. Uh, let's just, but I, I would like a drink now, please. <laughs> um, but I never saw him after that. So I don't know what happened, but it was fun. We were only there to like one. I think all of us were just so fucking dead. It had been such a long day, especially for all the artists that were there and everyone else that had helped throw Ernie Day. They were all dead and exhausted and I was dead and exhausted. And so we left about one and yeah. Um, but it was dope. I, I also shout out to the Fort Worth Visitor Center. Yeah, I had never been there. Uh, uh, it's with Visit Fort Worth, right? It's mm-hmm. their Visit, Visit Fort Worth uh, Visitor Center. That's a little mouthful. Um, I had never been there, but it was a pretty cool spot. Yeah. Um, a lot of information on the walls. Um, a lot of information on the walls. A very, a very, a lot. Um, but it was, it was cute. Yeah. I met, oh shoot. Was his name Keith? Did I make that up? I don't know. 
um, with Visit Fort Worth? Tom? Tom. <laughs> Tom is his name. Tom. <laughs> Tom, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they, they're awesome because they, they house like a lot of like local artists from Fort Worth and stuff and had a lot of, um, especially, I mean, I, I know, I guess I know more about like the music. Kind yeah. Of, kind of well, that's who um, TFP went to South by with. Yeah. So they're it's, doing a lot of things good for the community. Yeah. I guess they're actually, that space isn't going to be around. Oh, anymore. really? It's actually, um, I think the date that um, Mitch told me was September 15th. Um, so we were kind of telling people like, if I can get in there. I mean, yeah, I don't, I know there's a lot of like, um, places that are like downtown that are not yeah. going to be there anymore. Yeah. Um, I hope that they make it find like another place to put yeah. it. Cause like I'd go there in the future. Yeah. hundred percent. It was but, definitely a very cool spot. Um, all right. We're going to give you guys all of the information for, for, uh, fuck, I can't think of words right now. Uh, Fort Worth Roots, 100th episode event right now. Okay? You ready? We're on a take two. Sorry, Andrew. Take two. I still can't read aloud, but um, you got, I'll do, I do better when I'm sober than drunk. sometimes. Yeah. I feel like whenever I read, it's like, oh no. I feel like you just can't really read drunk. I don't really think anyone can. Well, I don't think I can read aloud in general <laughs> fair enough like did you like ever hate that moment in high school or middle school whenever like you'd be doing popcorn and oh my call god your name, yes and then you'd be like the 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 <laughs> my thing is that i was never paying a fucking uh, lick yeah. of attention just i had no idea and someone's like popcorn caitlin and i looked down i'm like yo where the fuck are we well i can't listen to people read something like if i'm if i have it in front of me i can't listen to you read it you know yeah i i have to read it myself so i would be probably like reading ahead of it so then i would get back to the right point but then i just would be like everyone's paying attention to me uh cue social anxiety i'm sweating oh my god <laughs> all right don't look at me don't look don't at like, me oh okay. my god okay <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me sorry all right guys we are perfect <laughs> okay do you want me to read it <laughs> do you want me to read it <laughs> no this is my duty guys okay off to a great start you get two more tries <laughs> all right just shut the fuck up all right we are participating in the very first fort worth podcast scavenger hunt the fort worth roots podcast is inviting you the listeners to join us september 10th at pouring glory that's at 1001 bryan avenue for texas 76104 for their 100th episode party the event starts at 1 p.m there will be grab bags three dollar draft beer special food menu three local bands one local comedian and a pop-up vendor market uh, to to participate in the Fort Worth podcast scavenger hunt, you'll need to bring the code phrase to the September 10th event where you'll be entered into a drawing to win a selection of prizes. The code phrase has been broken up among 11 local Fort Worth podcasts, shout out, and you can find the list for those podcasts in the description of this episode. It's going to be in the description of this episode, I promise. I could not focus last episode <laughs> after we finished, so... I promise it will be in the description for this episode. Oh, see, I feel like I've never heard any of this before. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know I've read part of it that Andrew sent over. Like, obviously we didn't have the full script. That, like it was sent to you and I, I read part of it and I'm sitting here being like, yeah, I don't, think, I don't think we covered any of this last week. If we did, 
I think that was after like my ninth tequila shot that we tried this because I don't remember shit. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. We hope. Oh, wait, did I already read that? <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have gotten distracted, guys. I should not have got distracted. We hope that you will join us in playing the game and bring the code phrase with you September 10th to Pouring Glory. And if you don't feel like participating in the scavenger hunt, the event is still free and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, with or without the code phrase, we'll be there along with 10 other podcast groups and a bunch of other awesome folks. All right. So the letter that we're responsible for is R. Obviously, I picked that because it's reckless, forever reckless. Duh. R is the letter. R, again. R is in reckless reckless raging reckless <laughs> raggedy <laughs> ratchet r you get the point right yeah okay r ra um <laughs> to put the loving uh, character code phrase together simply visit the shows listed below and listen to the intro of the most recent episode if you have any questions concerning the game, the September 10th event, or interested in having your business printed on the event t-shirt, email Andrew Turner at media at fortworthroots.com. All right. Now I'm going to list out the podcasts where you can go and get the other letters. These other podcasts will also be at the September 10th event. Um, basically, come out, hang out, let's celebrate, turn up, and show out for our um our friend and fellow podcaster. All right. The podcasts are, it's probably you, the funky town podcast, the Jerry, uh, Jerry Jones town massacre, the failed podcast, Fort Worth roots, emo otaku for forever reckless, the funky Panther. Thanks for the invite. Osos Colosos in Fort Worth famous. I will be tagging all of those people in our Instagram as well as in the episode description and play the fucking game guys <laughs> play the fucking game yes it's gonna be so much fun I had never been to pouring glory before um Andrew had like a little um meeting there to kind of discuss the event and it's actually a pretty cool space mm -hmm. um it's down like on the edge of where we usually hang out, like the opposite side. It's a nice space. They have a nice outdoor area. Like it's got that like um, Nickel City small vibe that if you're there with the right people, it's going to be great. Yeah. So. And you will be there with the right people because you'll be there with us. Yes. There's going to be some swag. Um, so much fun. I honestly have not listened to either of the bands that are going to be there. So I can't tell you if you're going to love, love them or hate them. But I believe that we have a lot of talented friends and it's going to be great. Yeah. All right. That's it. Bye. Um, <laughs> End of the episode. Uh, see you guys next week. <laughs> All right. Um, you know what? Let's. The only thing relevant in my life right now is uh, TikTok, actually. Um, before I get to that, um, did we talk about the time for the eight, Amplify 817 event? No. So um, Amplify 817 is having an 817 day event at Will Rogers um, on 817. Um, it's this upcoming Wednesday. Um, it is going to be from 7 to 930 
Um, there's going to be a lot of local arts performing. It's going to be Cutthroat Finches, Avery Burke, Grant, and Bensie Jones. Um, they're all going to be performing there. I know that Avery is dropping her three new songs. She's doing kind of a little, like, um, limited EP kind of moment. Um, Grant said that he has another song coming out as well. Um, so y'all need to come out. You guys can get your tickets on the Amplify 817's Instagram page. It is linked in their bio. Um, you guys should come out, support your local artists, have a great 817 day. There's going to be drinks and everything there too. Um, and a ton of badass people. Yes. And the event is free. You do just need a ticket to get in. So yeah. just go online and get a ticket. Um, and it'll be great. They're going to have merch and uh, everything. I think there's yeah. going to be concessions and everything. Yeah. It's going to be super fun. All right. And it's only from 7 to 9.30. So like no one has an excuse. Right. Fuck those kids and come <laughs> support your local artist. Okay. You'll be home by 10. You'll be home by 10. Your babysitter can clock out at 10.05. Yes. You're fine. Or you can just get the kids out the closet, whichever one. Oh my God. Whichever one works for you. And that's why if Jordan has a kid, I'll be <laughs> calling CPS. Listen, that'd be a plush-ass closet. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I got a baby monitor. Um, so, <laughs> guys, if you guys have been listening to her a while, you might just remember me telling you this story about on tiktok oh yeah about this sister that basically broke the internet because she was putting all these people on blast for her brother's death um basically the re recap is her brother went on a weekend trip with some friends to uh, lake travis and they were drinking partying in a boat and um next thing you know the brother's dead he's missing the friends are like, I don't know what happened. Lies, 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 lies. Huge cover up. Um, turns out the girl that he was talking to pushed him. She playfully shoved him, quote unquote, but she shoved, pushed him. He fell overboard and died. And it took like months for there to finally like be like a break in the case and for like everyone's like lies to start coming out. Well, Imagine my surprise when I'm scrolling through my daily news, aka Daily Mail, and I see this story on, Buzz, uh, not BuzzFeed, fuck, I just said Daily Mail. I think I am having a stroke. Um, <laughs> I saw the story on Daily Mail talking about this case, and it looks like everyone is going to uh, trial, and they are finally charging these people with tampering with evidence, and um, this kids murder which is great but it's like that took well, that was so fucking long ago. so long ago like whenever where I, is kim k when you need her the justice right. system is fucked right get this bitch out of there help us out kim k if it, if kim k was on this case everyone would be in jail right now close in a week for real for real all of them we charged i feel like i don't know what the fuck that noise was um i feel like if I almost feel like because whenever I first heard his sister's TikTok, this was like maybe like six months ago at this point, if not further. Yeah. But when I saw it, this the accident had already happened like two years before that. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy to think how long it takes for like people to actually like get charged and shit. Yeah. I guess, I guess it was COVID technically. Because if it happened in the end of 2019... Still. And then you got a 28. Like, don't I have a priority for that? These people have been living their lives 
out here freely drinking and shit, getting tattoos like they missed this boy when they didn't just murder him. And now they're finally getting charged. Which is good. Did you see... I'm sorry, all my news stories are going to be TikTok related. Um, But I think this actually could be a good topic because I meant to bring this up to you. And I have to give a disclaimer, I feel like, because, you know, there's somebody who's going to have their panties with fucking wad and be like, oh, my gosh, he's victim shaming, blah, 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 blah. Suck a dick, Nancy. Um, There was this TikTok. I did not send it to you. I don't think I did. Um, But it was this girl that's basically doing one of those, put her finger down, blah, 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 which I fucking hate. Like, just tell the fucking story and be like, oh, this happened to me. She was doing that. And basically the story is she's dating this kid the kid goes away for like a weekend and she goes to a party. She's there with like um, her boyfriend's friends and like classmates. It's like a high school party or whatever. I, th- I want to say they're like juniors or seniors in school. Mm-hmm. Um, she ends up deciding to take uh, a couple of the boys home like to their houses, not to her house. Like yeah. she was going to drop them off at home. So she, I think she was dropping off like two people. And then the boyfriend's best friend, the boyfriend knows that she's at this party knows that they're hanging out. Like it's all good, mm-hmm. all gravy, whatever. So she says that she drops off everyone except for the boyfriend's best friend. And she's like, he's really drunk and he's like being flirty and handsy, blah, blah, blah. And this is, I'm going to tell a story and then I'm, I'll tell you where it, it like, what's wrong with it. She tells, says that she is in the car with her boyfriend's best friend. He's like drunk and like, um, coming on to her at some point she pulls over the car to stop driving and take him home. She pulls over and they're just sitting in the car talking and he keeps making advances at her. And she's like, no, 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 no. And he keeps making advances, keep making advances, keep making advances. Still, nothing has happened at this point. He's just being like, we should hook up. We should do this. Like, basically, like, trying to, like, get with her, mm-hmm. you know? She says, and then I finally gave in. And so they hooked up. She takes him home. She goes home. And then she's like, I was just like, I got home. I couldn't even process what had just happened. And I just feel like I was taken advantage of and all these things. And she's like, she's talking about how her boyfriend, she she decides not to tell her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And so months go by and she's like not hooking up with her boyfriend. She's like basically like giving him the cold shoulder. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, why are you doing like this? She's not telling him. So I think at this point they break up because he's basically like, what the fuck? Like you're not even my girlfriend. And so then she tells her best friend what happened. Her best friend goes and tells her ex-boyfriend. Sorry. Her best friend goes and tells the girl's boyfriend ex-boyfriend at this time yeah and the boyfriend's like what the fuck like oh no no uh the boyfriend doesn't confront her 
the girl decides to go back and tell the boyfriend afterwards. And the boyfriend's like, it sounds like you just cheated on me. Like shutting it down. Like I don't, I'm good. Like we don't, we don't need to like be Mm -hmm. talking or anything like that. And so then she's like, she's mad at the boyfriend because he's like, you cheated on me. And she's being like, no, I was assaulted. And she's like starting to make these TikToks. She's now made multiple TikToks about it. And she's like shitting on the boyfriend for not having her back. But the boyfriend is still like, oh, no, you cheated on me. And everyone's like in the comments, like like, fighting, fighting. Yeah. Because there's a I feel like it's a simple thing, but there's a lot of different layers to it. There is definitely a lot of layers and there's a lot of like questions. Right. My first, my, when I was listening to it, my first thing, whenever I said, oh, she fucked up is why did you pull your car over? Why did you pull over? So that's, there's like, the, this is the first question that I have is like, was he like being like aggressive? Like, cause I mean, I, I didn't see the TikTok. Cause the only thing that would like make me like pull over and like try to talk to someone, like they're like drunk and trying to, throw, like trying to get hands with me is that they was like really aggressive. Like I couldn't drive. Yeah. Like if it was like obstructing my like ability to yeah. drive them home, then I'd pull over. And she never said anything like that. She just said that he kept basically like asking. Yeah, see, then I probably wouldn't pull over. Yeah. So that's the first thing. And then it's just like, I, I get the aggression stance of it. And if like you're like fearful for your life and yeah. like being like, oh my God, I have to do this or I'm going to die. But it didn't. Nothing that the she phrase said. gave in is there you go. But the thing that is, was my next problem. But the thing is, is like, okay, if that's what happened again, if you give in to something like that, it, that usually happens from a standpoint of like fear or aggression or some kind of like threat. Yes. Like I, like I, I understand that point of it, like giving in that way, but I, I just feel like I have a lot of questions. And then she didn't tell her boyfriend for months. I have a, I have a problem with that. So I'll tell my own personal story. No, I was never sexually assaulted. Let me just clarify that. But I was out one day I was drinking with friends. Mm -hmm. We all end up leaving at certain times. Mm -hmm. I end up leaving. I'm end up, going to go leave and I see one of my other friends they're fucked up and they're ready to go they and they don't have a ride anymore so I'm like I'll take you home okay so we get in the car and I'm going to go take them home and he's doing the same thing doing the same thing of oh we should just get we should just hook up we should do this we should do this like trying to hook up you know Mm -hmm. being handsy whatever I take him home. I say, I'm just the whole time. I'm saying no, like, no, 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 no. Take him home. When I finally park the car, we're parked outside of his house. He's still like pushing it. Just come inside, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, like, I'm good. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, we're not doing that. We're friends. We're not doing that. And continuous, continuous, continuous. Eventually he ends up getting out of the car and going inside. I leave, I go, I go home. Was I uncomfortable? Yes. I was uncomfortable. I, and I was crying, everything. What I did afterwards was immediately call one of my male friends and tell them this just happened. 
what should I do? Yeah. And I told him the situation, explained what happened, who it was, where I was, everything like that, and dealt with it. Like, dealt with it, you know? It wasn't anything major. Nothing happened. There was not like, we were good. But I was putting myself in that situation. It's like, there was nothing, while I was super uncomfortable, there was nothing that made me be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to give in. Like, if I if I would have been like, okay, I gave in, that would have just been me making a choice to hook up with him, not because I felt, like, pressure to, to do it. And I know people handle things differently. And I want to say we were probably, I was probably, like, a couple years older than her at this point, not as old as I am now. This was a couple years ago. Yeah. But I was trying to think back to, like, that situation, hook up or not hook up, immediately after I would have called my boyfriend if I was dating him at the time, or I would have called some male figure. Yeah. Because I, I was in interaction just with like a man. Super situational. And like I feel like if she's I this is this is my whole thing with it. Like no matter what happened, no matter what happened to her, if she's going to blast something of this stature on the internet and on such a public site as TikTok you need to one be careful with your words and two make sure that you're giving people the full story yeah because something really bad could have happened to her and i do get it to where a lot of victims of rape and sexual assault do not want to speak on it right because they're embarrassed shameful hurt upset whatever the case may be and it can go unsaid for fucking years 100 percent. but if you're gonna put something like that on the internet and you don't want people to be able to even have the chance to form an opinion on something like that, you have to give them the full story. Right. And I feel like the reason why some people are, I feel like the reason why a lot of debate is coming up, and I think this is probably the start of people finally like being like, this is something that needs to be like more discussed, like widely discussed, is because she's not even faulting the friend that she hooked up with she's faulting she's her boyfriend, faulting for, being her boyfriend for yeah being upset. and that's so that makes it seem like like why don't why wouldn't you blast the person that did this, did to, this you. to you you know yeah i i mean that too i mean i get i guess being upset but like I get, I get you can, you can be upset and be like, Oh damn, my boyfriend should have been supportive of me like during this hard time. But I think it just, I think there's so there's many so, fucking factors. Like I wish that I like could be like, girl, like I want to talk, talk to you about this. Like, like let's phone you in. Let's let me, tell me what happened. And like, I just want to know the full score story, you know? Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I feel like I, as women, like we've all been there. Yeah. And it's something that I had a conversation the other day about with someone. Cause they were like, Tim, I don't think I really thought about like, how careful you guys have to be. I'm like, yeah, it's insane. Oh yeah. Like I have to be careful about one. Like I've had the same thing happen. I have taken people home and then they've tried to go with me and I'm like, get, get the fuck out of my car. Yeah. Like, it's not happening. Um, it's, it's thankfully never turned in to that. Like with like a friend of mine and stuff. But I mean, the amount of times that I've been followed home, I've been followed from bars. I've been cat called, yelled at, like things have happened and stuff like before. And, it's crazy to think about how like 
these things just happen all the time. Yeah. Like constantly. And I feel like people don't talk about it enough. No. I feel like there should be, I feel maybe, and there, maybe there is a resource, but obviously if we're unaware of it, it's not publicized and broadcasted enough as yeah. a resource, but I feel like there should be, you know how they have like the suicide prevention line. Mm-hmm. There should be, and maybe there, maybe there is, and I'm just not educated on it. Please let me know. There should be like a anonymous, like assault line so there is okay um i only and this is the thing this is what sucks though is that i um only know this because it was um pro it was actually like programmed in a show i was watching that talked about sexual assault Mm -hmm. um i was watching um a documentary and it was on there um so it is it's the national sexual assault hotline um there is one that you can call um, but it, it's still like, I think that it's just something that isn't, it's not fucking discussed enough. Like, no, even, I mean, the amount of friends and like one in three women are raped in their lifetime or sexually assaulted. That is fucking insane to yeah. me. Like it's such a high number. And I feel like every single time, like every time I, I go out, no matter where I'm at, if I'm walking back to my car, like I always call someone if I'm by myself walking. Yeah. And, like, we've talked about that before. Like, oh, we always try to make sure, like, are you home? Are you home? Like, yeah. let's, you know, we all have each other's locations to make sure, like, everyone's good and safe. We try to park next to each other if we're going somewhere. Yeah, park somewhere everything. familiar. Yeah. Like, I always try to park. If I'm on 7th, I try to park by chimneys because I know that when I leave, I'm probably when they're still open and, like, all my friends are good yeah. working there. So, like, I, I at least feel safer there because it's just, it's fucking scary. Like, I had, a cu- I had a literal customer follow me all the way home from my job, which is 13 miles away from my home. That's a little bit far. And then when I called the, the police, I literally called 911. And she was like, okay, so like, are you, like, did you piss him off while you were driving? I was like, no. I didn't piss him off while I was driving. I literally watched this car turn out of the parking lot that I left. And then immediately just right, like literally I'm talking like within feet behind me. Get so close to me, would not leave. And then finally, like two blocks from my apartment, he turned off because I was like, I'm just going to drive like to the fucking mall or somewhere that's like busy, like somewhere else, you know, like I'm going to drive like a populated area and just fucking go. Well, in front of my dad on like the other line, everything. And he like turns and I'm like, okay, he just turned and she's like, okay, so he's like not following me anymore. I was like, okay, I live by myself. Right. I'm 23 years old. And I just got followed 13 miles by someone who knows where I also work. Right. Like, do you guys just not give a fuck? No. And, like, I was still seeing All-American at the time. He came and stayed with me for, like, three nights. Because I was freaking the fuck out. I was like, I'm so stressed out. Every time I still, if I see a silver Audi, I'm, like, running. Like, I look. And the thing is, he pulled up behind me in a stoplight. He got all the way over. I thought he was, like, um, like turning. I was like, oh, this is, like, a really weird coincidence. Cool. No, he cuts right, in, right behind me. And my, like, brake lights are on so I can see his face. It's at night. He literally puts his phone on his steering wheel with the flash on and takes pictures of the back of my car. And I'm like, and I'm asking the the chick like on 911, I'm like, okay, like, can he get anything from that? And she's like, no. This bitch could not have given a fuck less if I had a gun to my head at this point. Like she did not care. Like I've had, I've had to get two customers banned from my store because they've been creepy to me. Like this shit happens way too fucking much. And I have too many friends that have the same experiences happening all the time. Yeah. Like you have customers all the time that are shitty to you. It's insane. Well, this, a uh, couple years ago, we had, whenever I worked in retail, we had this girl she was one of our coworkers. This customer was literally obsessed with her. He, he, 
made her a comb, like carved it out of wood and like fragranced it and wrote her a letter talking about how the smell reminded him of her and it was something that he wanted her to be able to use every day and all this random shit. And it was so fucking weird. Like, who, like, and she's at work. The only thing we could do is they made it to where, like, if anyone, whenever we're leaving work, if we're, it's after we're closed, you got to go, you got to leave with somebody, like, leave in pairs. Yeah. Why could, they didn't let me close by myself for, like, two months after that. Because I was, like, I literally will go home when it's light out. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not staying here anymore. And I had a customer who would come in two or three times a week. He was constantly trying to take me to lunch, take me to dinner, buy me dinner, bring me food, all this stuff, like anything. He told me that he was going to bring a teddy bear and put it on my desk. And then he made a comment right after it saying, well, if I put something to watch you work, would that be okay? Do you fucking think that's okay? Like in your head, do you genuinely think that I'm going to say, yes, you can put a bear with a fucking camera and like this is Zoe 101. Then, are you going to pay me or not? And put this shit on my fucking work desk. <laughs> like what the fuck is going on? I completely forgot about this, but another re- this is when I worked at Best Buy still. I remember I was getting ready to go to lunch with one of my friends and we used to just like walk down the aisles like wait whenever we're waiting for people like just kill time. I know it's weird, but like it was just you, you got to be able to look busy, but like not end up getting stuff with the customer. It was just yeah. like a shitty way of avoiding being able to do your job yeah. while you're waiting to leave. And so I remember walking down the aisles and my best friend came up to me and he was like, he's talking next to me and he's like, kind of like he's trying to get me to look at something, but not make it obvious. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this guy is walking down every aisle that you're walking down. And he's like, he's, he's just looking at you. And I was like, what? And so sure enough, he told, he, he told me what the guy looked like. And I started to be aware of it. This guy used to come in every fucking week, if not multiple days a week and really wouldn't buy anything ever, but would just find a way to find his way into my department. One day I'm walking with my ex we're at home we're in our apartment and we're walking to like the leasing office or walking to the mailbox, something like that. And that guy is there. He's just like, I think he was like sitting on part of the trail and I'm just like, I, I know that guy, like what is this? Blah, blah, blah. And I think it's odd. I'm just like, oh, I'll just pay attention to where he is. I changed jobs. The dude shows up at my new job. At this point, I've interacted with him at my old job. I know I know some things about him to know that he doesn't, there's not a reason for him to be at my new yeah. job. Like, he doesn't have any of our services. He doesn't, like, he, doesn't need to be he there. has no reason to be there. Yeah. But he, like, followed me for, like, I feel like almost, like, a good, like, couple of months to, like, a year. And it was just, like, what is this, like, what is he waiting for? Is he just, like, follow me around to look at me or is he like waiting to see like learn my habits so because of that I thought he was trying to like learn my habits I would make it to like I still make it a point to never really consistently go the same way somewhere like I'll take like a random way home or like leave home a certain way Mm -hmm. just to switch it up 
which I think everyone should do. You should never yeah. have a routine of where you're going. Which is also fucking crazy. There. Like, we have to think about these things. Yeah. I had a literal, like, when I still lived back home in Kansas, I will never forget this. So, it was September. Haley and I had gone to San Diego. We were there for, like, three days, maybe. We literally got off the plane in San Diego, and we're walking to the car rental place, and I get a text on my phone. And it's a, it's a 316 area code. It's like, I know it's Wichita, you know? And, um, it's like, Hey, is this Stephanie? And I was like, nah, bro. Sorry. She gave you the wrong number. Like, you know, whatever. He's like, damn, you know, I met her at this place at home called heroes. He's like, and she gave me her number. Like this is, this sucks. And I was like, yeah, sorry, man. Like tough luck, whatever. End of the conversation. Like three hours later, he texts me. He's like, Oh, you don't happen to be like a cute single fun girl in her twenties. Right. I think I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, haha, like, I I don't even remember what the fuck I said. Something about along the lines of like, oh, not looking for anything or something like that. Like, my ex and I had, like, just broken up and it was it was just very weird. And he just kind of keeps texting me. And it's just like, it's like random banter, you know, like, whenever, like, you do that with someone, like, on fucking Instagram, like, sends you a post that you don't even know and, like, you talk about it for, like, five minutes. Yeah. Like, it's the most random thing. And I, I thought nothing of it. We just kind of keeps texting me and keeps texting me. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, this is so strange. So I stopped texting him and then he texts me like the next day and he starts asking me for nudes. He's like, I just think you're so hot and this, this, this. And I'm like, what? Like, this is so weird. So I'm like not fucking responding. I'm like, this dude is creepy. So I don't think I'm yet, but we have our vacation. I come back home. I get another text. I get multiple texts. Like he, he will not stop texting me. And then I haven't answered in like probably a week and I get this like paragraph text and it's like, I need to come clean. It's not an accident that I texted you. I do know who you are. I'm a family friend. Um, I know you work at such and such and you live over by so-and-so. Like he knew where I lived. He knew where I worked. He knew me. He said, I mean, he listed like my family members' names. Like he, like he knew my family. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, okay. He would have been way better off of being like, Hey, I'm a, Hey, this is such and such. I know of you from this other person. Yeah. I just think like you're cute. Like, would you be interested in like doing a blind date or something like that? A million other ways this could have gone. Yeah. Like instead of acting like you randomly found my number, you thought my name was Stephanie and then trying to like see me naked. But it was fucking weird. And I was so creeped out by it. And so I like tracked the numbers and non-voy IP. So like it can't be traced. It's like a WhatsApp or like some kind of shit like that. And I like filed a police report. I'm like, this guy, I'm like, this is what I have him. Like, you know, this is, this is what I know. Like I, I have, I have no fucking clue. They have like, they couldn't have cared less. And then I remember I was managing, um, one of the clinics I used to work at back home and I was in my office. And when you kind of walked in, like the front desk is right there and my office is right to the right. Like it's, it's dead right there. And my door is like always shut and locked. And I like my um employee like comes and knocks on the door and she like cracks it open she's like hey someone's asking for you and I was like I'm in a meeting like just tell them to like come back later yeah and so I like go and she like I guess he leaves and she comes like five minutes later and she's like that was really creepy and I was like what and she's like well he said his name was so and so and he like knew you and he had to see you and it was the same name that the guy that had was texting me had given me and I was like oh fuck to the no so I like call the police I tell them and um I like saw it on camera. I didn't know him. Like I, I looked at our cameras, did not know him, had never seen him before. No clue who he was, how he knew me. He knew like my first and last name. He, knew, I mean, I didn't tell him my name. Like I literally didn't tell him anything about me. It was so fucking strange. 
It was so creepy. It was, I hated it. Like, ugh, I just don't get why people, like, why do you think that's okay? No. I literally, all my stories are from TikTok, but this is literally from today. This girl, she was saying that she was in Nashville, and she said that she got a text from this number, and she was showing the text in uh, playing voice memos. And she said that she, this guy had basically saw her on Bumble, went to her Instagram. I you fucking this saw this. He, this guy had found her on Bumble, went to her Instagram, thought she was cute, um, had sent, like, added her on Instagram and, like, sent her some DMs. I don't think she replied to the DMs, if I can remember right. Is this one where he sent her voice memos? Yeah, he okay. texted yeah. her. And he sent her voice memos, and he was like, uh, she was she he texted her, and she's basically like, who is this? Because she doesn't know who it is. Yeah. And so he sends her voice memos, and he's telling her this, and he's like, I don't know why you're being so fucking like weird and standoffish about it. I just all I did was like Google your name, and your number came happened to come up, and so I decided to text you, and I just saw that you were in Nashville. I'm gonna be here for a couple more hours, and like I want to see if we can meet up. Blah blah. I'm just like. That I, I get I get people taking the initiative sometimes, but that's too much. Like it's it's scary as fuck. It's it's scary as fuck for multiple reasons. One, people shouldn't have access to your personal information no, 100%, that freely. Yeah. The fact that you can just Google someone and they come up, that's wrong. Like we were talking about this a couple weeks ago with uh, Robin from Corks and Cowtown, how um much public information is online, like yeah. addresses, um, your family members, your phone numbers, exactly. everything, There's where you work. There's a website that I have seen before that a guy actually sent me one time and he told me, he's like, you're on, it was one of my friends. And he was like, hey, someone that I know who, he pretty much was telling us about how his friend was being creepy as fuck and like found this, kind of the same situation, found this girl's like phone number. And he was like, I went on there and he's like, I, I've started seeing like if my girlfriends that are on there like are probably like he's like you're on there i pulled it up my the house that i owned in wichita pulls up on there my two last apartments i've lived in one in wichita one here and the one i currently live at my parents names my grandparents names my sister's name keep in mind the only person in my family that i share a last name with is my father no one else not my sister not my grandparents not my none of my siblings nothing they're all there I'm like, this is fucking horrifying. Right. Like, why isn't that, why isn't there something to block that? Like, why is there no kind well, of regulation on this? That's right. not, it's not fucking safe. Because it's, it's an issue of one, how are you getting that information? I know companies sell it, blah, blah, blah. For, like, that shouldn't be a thing, though. Yeah. But then for weirdos that think, oh, let me just Google it and find that information and try to talk to this girl that I've never had a conversation with and hit on her. No, girls don't want that, no. And why do you think like that? Why right. do you think that's going to work? Right. What? But also, why are you putting in so much effort for someone you don't even know? Those are the same guys, though, that, like, you'll know, and then, like, they'll want to hook up with you, and you won't, and they immediately, like, hate you, and they call you, like, oh, you're disgusting, you're ugly, you're this, like, I never yeah. want to be with you anyway. Like, they're so fucking fragile. It's insane to me. They're unstable. No, they're yeah, they're unstable unwell. as fuck. Like, the amount of people, the amount of guys that, like, I have either been friends with or started talking to, and then been like, nah, I'm good, and yeah. then the tables fucking switch. It's, 
oh, you're everything. You're so cool. You're so fun. I'm so glad I met you to, oh, you're, you're not shit. You know, I don't know why the fuck I would waste my time. I'm like, you guys are so fucking fragile. It's embarrassing. But it's, it's like at, how do I say this? At some point, you can't even like blame them. You have to blame their parents for raising them or lack of not raising them well, yeah. basically. Because that's where it all stems from. Yes, at some point in your adult life, should you get a fix on things and like grow up and you have to grow up, be mature, and like unlearn the unhealthy things that you learned while you're a child and learn some healthy things, vice versa, whatever. Yes, that is your responsibility at a certain point. Yeah. But also it's your parents' responsibility to teach you how to deal with uh being let down and deal with disappointment and deal with not getting your own your your well, way. I think that's how a lot and of sexual assaults happen as well. Is the same thing. It's people saying no and them just being like, Well, yeah. That sucks. Like I I don't understand the issue with consent. It's just like well, not it's hard the, to get. <laughs> well, I, I I get I get my way. I'm going to get my way. Yeah. You said no, but I'm getting, I'm getting it in my way. I'm used to getting my way. So I'm going to take it, whatever, you know, it's insane to me that people can think like that. And it's, it's a, it's a learned behavior and it's not a learned behavior to assault people. I'm not saying that it's a learned behavior that if I want something, then nothing's going to stand in the way of me getting it and yeah. I can get whatever I want. You're not newsflash. You're not entitled to anything just because you want it you're not it's just scary like sometimes it is just like not that and i'm not saying that men don't get sexually assaulted i'm not trying to say that because they do and there's instances where that definitely happens but i'm just saying the majority of sexual assault is against women and it's like really scary to be a woman sometimes like it sucks yeah. that like i think about this all the time i remember i saw a t i saw a tiktok um and this girl went around and she interviewed um girls on the street and she said if you were a man for one day what would you do the amount of people that just said go run at night go to the grocery store without my phone walk to my apartment without someone on the phone with me like these things that people take for granted every single day that like we have to kind of like check ourselves on like there wasn't there wasn't like crazy stuff of like oh i'm gonna it was it was literally everything about like oh i would just do this without feeling scared yeah and someone was like oh i would get drunk and get in an uber and not have to have someone track my ride it's crazy. I, th I feel like I have to add that I'm not I'm not doing those things because I'm necessarily afraid of a man attacking me because I feel like I'm 10 times more likely to be attacked by a woman than I am a man. Personally. I'm scared of men. <laughs> I mean, that's not an invitation for a man but, to attack me, but <laughs> we're I not do, inviting anyone to do anything to us. But I've had more interactions with psychotic girls personally than I have psychotic men. See, I'm the opposite. I've had I've had so many issues with men before. Oh. And I, like, date women, so. Yeah. And it still, it really hasn't, I've definitely had more instances with men. I think, all, honestly, almost all of my instances have been with men. Which isn't to say that those are the only people that you should be scared of, but it's just, it's like a vulnerability thing. Like, I just constantly feel a little bit vulnerable when I'm by myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel vulnerable when I'm by, my, by myself because I'm like, I don't want to be cat caught slip slipping. Yep. Because I'm not gonna be some uh, Dateline 
60 minute story. I'm not trying. To, I, I live my life thinking that at any point in my time, at any point in time, I can be a 60 minute special. <laughs> I that, do. That she's not lying. The amount of times that I've told her, oh yeah, I went to like check her mailbox. Did you lock your door? No, it's down the street. Do you want to end up on Dateline? It's like, no, I don't want to. You're right. You're yeah. right. And now, now I think this, I think you've like fucked with my head because now I constantly, I'm like, oh my God, I can't be on TV. Yeah. What pictures are they going to use? I would make sure they use some good ones, but I feel like that's the best way to live your life because then you're always alert. You're right. Yeah. But it sucks. You always have to be alert. It is. If people would just stop being fucking weirdos, then we'd be okay. Yeah. But I feel like until we get like everyone's shit together, which is never going to happen, we're going to always have to be that, be that way. You have to worry about everything you do. You have to worry about yeah. sending your kids to school. Have to worry about going and checking your mailbox. Have to worry about fucking driving down the street now because some motherfucker's going to be fucking high on fentanyl and kill you. Or get road rage and someone fucking shoots you. That'd be, I feel like that's been happening so much more often recently. It's like road yeah. rage cases. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my gosh. I'm, I wasn't road raging, but I was... <laughs> I forgot. I think I was like going through a parking lot or something like that. And I was, I know I sound crazy. I was talking to myself. I was talking myself through something. No, I do it all the time. And whenever I talk, I, I use my hands a lot. And so I was doing like, you guys aren't going to see the video, but I was doing like the, like this motion, like kind of just being like, like mm, circling your head. Like, what yeah, like, on. yeah. Make it make sense kind of thing. Yeah. And the car in front of me saw that and he was just like, like what am I, I what am I doing and I was just like no I had to be like oh no you're okay yeah I, I literally like put the thumbs up and I was like I'm sorry like you're okay like it's not for you it's it's me it's me I get scared like when I have someone mad driving they stare at me I'm like oh my god they're gonna kill me I feel like I'd be more afraid in like certain areas like I'm not gonna yeah. go through clear fork and think that someone's gonna shoot me if I'm rolling through certain parts of town though i might be like oh let me not honk my horn uh, <laughs> my bad you cut me off but my bad i shouldn't it's have been there my fault. It's actually my fault sorry <laughs> the amount of times i've done that though it's like actually, uh, nope you're good that's on me that's on me sorry i think i just stay paranoid like especially like growing up in wichita i feel like i'm just scared because like one when i was little btk was still a thing oh yeah and that was horrifying i think like, that's also go ahead like growing up in a time where like there was a serial killer in the town that you lived like that is that is like that is trauma bitch that is trauma i feel like i live my life like i can always be on a special because i used to be a fascinated by death which means i used to watch like all these documentaries and movies about killers i still do you know I, I, I think it's fascinating, honestly, to see how their mind works. I'm not saying like it's cool. I'm not going to go start killing people. I think I could, but I'm not going to. Um, but it's just like intriguing. It and is it's intriguing. intriguing how these people get away with it for so long. Yeah. I mean, like BTK killed for a very long time. And like he he like tried to get my mom. Like my mom had seen him. Like he literally like tried to get my mom. The amount of serial it's killers horrifying. that have not been caught though there's another one which not right now there was like an active one in dallas like a yeah. couple years ago that there was the this is the creepiest thing about it there was i never saw anything in the news about it the only reason i found out about it is because a friend of a friend was dating 
a detective that was working the case and he like let it slip isn't that scary too like i think about that all the time because the amount of things that i feel like i start to hear about like and like when stuff breaks i hear about it and i'm like this has been going on forever why hasn't this been right. talked about but like I get to know that like the fucking like there's a there's a shortage in like eggs and like Capri Sun is contaminated. Yeah. Like I don't give a fuck. Like tell me if someone's getting murdered next door to me. And like right now there's literally a serial killer going around Wichita and an El Dorado, just kinda like a like a surrounding area that is crashing in to single women driving alone. He crashes into them and when they pull over, he takes them. And there's been multiple disappearances and he has not been caught. They know, they think they know who he is, but he's not been caught. And there's been like multiple disappearances. There was a story, this girl was talking on TikTok and she was just talking about like this weird interaction that someone tried, like she said that someone, someone was on the freeway and she was, they got like really close to like, uh, to her bumper. Mm -hmm. Then they got over and they, they went to where they were going the same speed as her so they could see directly into her car. Mm -hmm. And so she said that she saw, and she was like, there was two men in the drive in the front of the car. And so I saw that and they just kept the pace with me for the same time. And so she was like, um, I don't remember if he said, she said that they got behind her again, or they just tried to get over, but some kind of way they like made it to where like they tapped her car so that she would have to be like, Oh, I got an accident. Let me pull over. Yeah. So she said that she pulled over and she didn't get out of her car, but she pulled over because she was going to do the normal accident thing, like see what happened. She said that she saw both of the people get out of the car and one of them came around her back passenger and tried to open the door and she just gunned it and went out, like went. But I'm just like, this shit is wild. It is. There was like, a case back home, like maybe four years ago, there was a man impersonating a police officer. And he would pull people over. He had, like, a full, like, decked out, like, quote-unquote cop car. Like, that. It, if they would have pulled me over, I would have thought I was just getting pulled over, like, a normal day. And I remember there was a girl who, she knew a lot of my friends. I, I really didn't, I know of her, I, I didn't know her. Um, and she had been missing. And he had, I, I don't, I don't remember the full story. I just know that this happened, he finally got caught, like, a year after. This thing, this one for a year. Like, that's crazy. He just kept pulling over single girls and then he would kidnap them and he'd kill them. And I mean, this went on for a while. They found her car like in a lake and she was nowhere to be found. And they found her like maybe five months later. And it's like, I think, I don't remember how many victims he had. It was just multiple single women that he had just been pulling over and then kidnapping them. That's and, and so I remember like whenever the story first broke, like every newscaster and like, I remember like we were, like, there was just Facebook posts after Facebook posts. And it was like, if you get pulled over, there is a number that you need to call. Do not call 911 directly. Call a number. And it's it was they kind of like made a separate department just for it where you could call and make sure that you were actually getting pulled over by a police officer. And like, they oh, would, yeah, yeah. Because like they have to report it right away, you know, like pulling over so and so. And so we had to like call and be like, am I getting pulled over? I don't know if I'm getting pulled over. So like everyone just had to keep driving. Like we had to literally call to make sure we were actually getting pulled over by a cop and that yeah. we weren't going to get fucking kidnapped. Yeah. So this back to like our original conversation, you, if I got pulled over right now and I wanted to verify that the cop was pulling me over, it's going to, was pulling me up like a real cop. I'd call 911 because yeah. that's a number I, I know off yeah. the top of my head and they may be pissed off about having to help me, but I know they're going to help me. I don't have time to sit there and Google a, the non-emergency yeah. 911 number, but 
I know they just did it for the suicide prevention number where they made it a short digit. I think it's, I'm not even going to say because I don't know it, but it's three digits. I don't know what it is. Um, they, they need to make it three digit numbers that are widely known, like 911, 411, 611. They do. They, they need, need to, to make, make it like that because accessible. you can, it's something you can easily remember. It's three digits. Yeah. Like, Make the two one one for verifying if there, there's a role officer a following you. Make the three one one the one that you need to call uh, call or text if you have like SA. Let me do five one one if yeah. I whatever you like know. Protection against these things need to be more accessible to people, right? And I think it's insane that I think there's so much slack in departments like this. I don't know what the fuck the reason is for it. Like, why is there so much slack in this shit? Right. But there's like, there's not even any information. And everyone's like, oh, be a part of the change. Be a part of the change. It's a little bit hard to be a part of the change whenever you have no idea how to be a part of the change. Like, there's so much research that you have to even do to get this information to begin with. Like, how am I supposed to possibly quickly, like, be able to find the information to, like, help change that? Like, I feel like instead of you guys being racist and wanting to, like, worry about making things more racist and racial and all this separation, why don't you fucking, like, do things that actually matter and that are going to help people? Make a change with it. Right. Instead of worrying about why Jim Bob didn't make the football team. That was a bad example. Like, (laughs) make a research resource for Stacy that just got, like, tag teamed by the football team. Yeah. That was a bad reference. <laughs> Everything about that was like, you know, we get the message you guys you're get trying what I'm to say. <laughs> you know what? It wouldn't be our it wouldn't be our show if we didn't make this uncomfortable for everyone. Everyone's listening, like fucking cringing in their cars. They're like, now they're like, I have so many things to worry about. Now I'm gonna be. They're like, great. Now I'm gonna get fucking run off there by a fake police officer, and I didn't even get to laugh the whole episode. Nothing yeah. was funny. Nothing was funny. They just gave me trauma. Well, I could have given you more, but I apologize for triggering you guys. But there's a lot of people triggered right now, okay? You're not special. Okay, you are special. (laughs) Thank God. But also these things need to be talked about. Yes, you are special. Every one of our listeners is special. We love you. Even though some of you guys don't love us. And you just listen to us for research purposes to talk shit. But do you think that's true? Oh, I know it is. 100%. That's mean. If you're talking shit to me, just tell it to my face. I know. Stop being a little baby back bitch. A little bit bitch. A little bitty bitch. If you're going to talk shit on me, I literally don't give a fuck, but just tell me because it's really embarrassing. Say it with your chest. I'd, ra- I'd rather you talk chest. shit about me to me. But like not like when I'm out being like social because that'll like ruin my day. Yeah. Like just... Send me a, send no, I, me really a hateful I can be, I can be, I don't really care. You can tell them whatever, but I mean, it just depends. Like if it's after a couple tequilas, I might be like, oh, right up, get done up. Yeah, they're right. <laughs> yeah. I probably agree with you. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Give me, I needed to hear that. I need that. I just needed some validation on my flaws really fast. Sorry. Yeah. I needed validation that I actually have the flaws that I think I have so that I stop stressing out about them. Right. Or maybe like it could even like take me, take us down like a notch, you know, humble us again. 
we need to be humbled. Yeah, sometimes, not all the time, but we did get compared to um Plan Brie Uncut I know. for Brie and Grace. And, and I was just um, like, <laughs> all I'm saying is like, where's my check? <laughs> Dave Portnoy, call me, <laughs> please. Please call me. <laughs> please. You don't have to pay us that much, I promise. Just a livable just salary. Just a little bit. A livable salary. <laughs> just a little just bit. A little bit. I'm not greedy. <laughs> like a little bit. A little bit. A little something. I mean, think about it. Call Her Daddy started out only making 70K a month. Or 70, 70K a month. Good fucking God. <laughs> 70K a year with Barstool. And now she signed a $60 million contract right. with Spotify. We can be on the come up. We can start low. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. I'll do your fucking pizza reviews with you, man. We can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Give me some busy work. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. And I'll, I'll be I'll be the most chipper fucking employee you got. Maybe. I, I I can guarantee you if I only had to do a podcast for a living. I would be so. And whatever came with that, I'd be a different person. Thriving. I'd probably wake up in a good mood every day and not can hate Can you imagine? Life. What is that like? I know. God. I would be happy. Would we be happy? I think so. <laughs> oh my God. That's the fucking key. Yeah. I'm on the pursuit of happiness. I'm on the pursuit of happiness. I love it. <laughs> the only thing we're going to get a referral for is like a mental clinic. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Porter DMs us. He's like, I don't want to sign you to Barstool, but I do want to sign you into a mental health. <laughs> He's like, actually, I want you guys to come be on my podcast so we can talk about your mental issues. I would love that. And then these nice people are going to take you to a nice facility. If two men in white suits knock at your front door, please open it. <laughs> they're here to help. I made sure they tell them to bring you candy. Oh, that'd be a, that'd be a dream, actually. Yeah, I could use a grippy sock vacation. If I didn't have to pay for it afterwards. Yeah. So I should pay for it still? Um, most time, yeah. Depend- yeah. I mean, some insur- insurance covers part of it. Oh. Maybe Sometimes. I'm going to look into it. Call my insurance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah how much was it gonna cost me to check myself in for three days i'm on fucking edge right now guys <laughs> it's fine everything's fine we're doing really fine yeah have i cried literally every single day for the last three weeks i sure have every single night literally maybe minus like two nights i've had about probably two hours of peace in my entire like last month i think yeah i don't know what's going on with me i think that i'm I don't know if I like just opened the fucking floodgates or something, but I literally can't stop crying. I remember I actually was thinking about this two nights ago and I was just like, I feel like this year is like another, um, shit. It's another test. <laughs> 2020. Oh, 2021. Don't say that. 2020. Like COVID 2020. Not necessarily because of COVID, but one of those years just really sucked ass. I mean, 2020 wasn't great. I feel like it was 2020 because I feel like I cried a lot. I, yeah, well, 2020 wasn't like that bad for me. This year hasn't been bad. I just keep crying. I mean, 2020 wasn't like necessarily bad for me, but I do remember being like on fucking edge. Yeah. Oh, I stay on edge a little bit. Yeah. I think I've just sad talk like. Listen, the amount of times that Jordan and I have been sending each other these sad ass songs. And they just keep getting sadder. They keep getting sadder. There was one night, guys. I mean, I was, I sent Jordan a Snapchat. I was weeping, like just hysterically 
not okay. She finally, I mean, listen, she loves to see me cry. It's fine. I screenshotted it. Yeah, she sure did. Um, I was a fucking disaster. Um, and I, I think I literally sent you like 25 TikToks yeah. and every single one of them was like a different sad song. And then immediately you're like, oh fuck, now it's my for you page. And then it was like, you started sending them and I was like, I'm never, I'm never going to stop crying. No, no. <laughs> I think I cried for like four hours. And it's not even, it's, it's, it's like levels to it because it'd be like a sad song, but then someone would write like what they were going through and the, like the text of it and you'd be like fuck like yeah. that sucks like yeah like a sad song and they're like because you know, like something like what it makes them feel like or like yeah i don't know if other people are on like that one song you know which i'm talking yeah. about tiktok i don't know if you guys have fucking heard it i this song has broken my life i have to find the name of it um, I have it saved. Of course I have it saved because I can't stop listening to it because I have a problem. Whenever I need a good cry now, I just listen to this song all the time. Um, it's by Katie Gregson MacLeod. But it hasn't been like released, right? No. So it's called um, Savior Complex. And it's like fucking gut-wrenching. Wait, is that the one? It's complex? It's yes. Com- okay, yeah. It literally makes me want to rip out my organs <laughs> from the inside. But it's it like hurts me. And the and the the fucking covers that people are the doing. The covers. Of it, good God. That there have been like two covers <gasps> that made me be like, I'm closing this app and I am like I need to like not be on my phone for a little bit because I can't stop listening to it. And when I first found it, it only had like seventy thousand views. Yeah. Like I found it when it was it was really like because I'm on I'm on sad song TikTok. Okay, guys, like all my for you page is just sad songs, and I I've accepted it. I've moved on from it. I love it. Um, now it has 5.1 million views. It's fucking incredible. People like Ruth B. Um, ben, what's his name? Ben, ben Platt. Yeah, he covered it. Like people are just going crazy over this shit, and it's like, I I just think it's so beautifully written, but it's so fucking sad. It is. It literally makes me want to die, and I just keep listening to it. It, and every it, it other song so it's like a really pretty song it's like beautiful. the way it's like the way her voice sounds and then because you i feel like the first time i listened to it i didn't even like listen to the words it was just like i was hearing <laughs> it but i wasn't like thinking about the words or anything oh, like I that wish I did. I it wish was just I like oh i like this like the beat i like mm-hmm. the music i like her voice and then like i listened to it again because i was like okay i need to actually like listen to it yeah and then i was like oh fuck yeah and the people covering it are just take. It, I think it's cool, and I really love watching people like take things and like twist them into their own kind of thing, and, like putting their spin on it. Like one of my favorite songs of all time is called "Stick Season." Um, it's so fucking good. You guys should go listen to it. It's so sad, but it's so good. Um, and people keep like keep, that. That one was kind of trending on TikTok too. Um, for a minute, I remember like Caroline sent it to me, and she was like, "Bitch, it's your song." Like I listened to the song twenty four seven. Um, and like people were covering it, and I just love when people do that. But it literally hurts me so much. It is gut-wrenching. This song has affected my life for two weeks, I think, or a week. I don't even know. It feels like it feels like it's been out for a year. Eight, four. No, I was like, eight, four. <laughs> so it's been 11 days. Um, it's been 11 days since I was happy. <laughs> that's when the song got released, and that's when my life literally fell apart. It's been 28 years and 51 weeks since I've been happy. <laughs> Second I came out, I was like, God damn it. Yeah, I feel that. Oh shit. Well we're not it's fine, guys. <laughs> we're fine, everything's fine. <laughs>
It's fine. I'm just going to enter. I I don't really know. I feel like my manicness has been like, I'm manic until like 8 p.m. And then I'm depressed. And then I wake up and I'm manic again. And then I'm depressed at 8 p.m. I'm like, okay, we can, what the fuck is going on? Dude, my manager, um, my manager go, like does like work days with us. And she was working with me and she said something and she's like, oh, basically like we weren't going to go talk to someone because they were like, they were like rude or like, mm-hmm. and she was like, yeah, so unless like we want to go get yelled at right now, like maybe like we should do it. I was like, no, I was like, cause that would probably be my 13th reason. Like I can't, Yeah, it's 10 AM. If yeah. somebody yells at me today, I'm going to go off. Like I'm yeah. going to use my mouth. The next person that yells at me actually, like, I feel that I feel is going to feel the wrath you know yeah i think i'm there i i get there so you guys want to get us new jobs um if you just want to finance my life that too yeah um i I mean i'm I'm not a fan of i mean i'm not like i don't like hate working i just wish i did something i enjoyed so basically just invest in us and we will like um make sure that our lives are profitable so that you can get a return on your investment. Yeah. Okay. I just need you to finance my life enough to not work my job. Yeah. Just, just find us something. Yeah. If I could, if I could wake up tomorrow and know that I won the lottery, that would honestly solve a lot of my problems. Oh my God. And did we talk about this or am I having a weird deja vu moment when someone was the Ariana Grande line uh, when she's like, whoever said money can't buy happiness uh, must not have had enough money or something like that. Uh, whoever said whoever said money can't solve your problems must not have had enough money to solve them. Uh-huh. Did we have this conversation? I don't think so. Maybe it was a different friend. I don't or know. Or maybe it was just in my head. But I agree because honestly, like I just can't think of a single thing that money wouldn't help me fix right, right. now. I just can't. I, there's just nothing that I can think of that wouldn't be immediately fixed. Yeah. I don't want to fucking do this anymore. Ew. This is ghetto. <laughs> I'll put it at your funeral. <laughs> that sound bite. <laughs> Thank you. I don't want to fucking do this anymore. <laughs> Just put on repeat. <laughs> I'll do it like, you know how like. I told like, everyone, I'm like, do a live podcast at my funeral. <laughs> no, you know how like in the like 90s and 2000s, like teen movies at like the school dance where the mean girl was going to finally get taken down and yes. she was like, the clip was like playing over the loudspeaker. Yeah. Like I'll do that. I think as soon Thank as like. They, don't tell anyone though. Yeah, just I won't tell it. anyone. <laughs> and then um, just, 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 can you just factory reset my phone? Like just right away. Like, don't, don't look at anything. <laughs> Listen, I think that you should let me, like, just leave your phone active for, like, a couple months after you die. Scare people. And just so I can text them. Okay, that's fine. Oh, my God. Fun. I can send them, like, you up. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be so fun. That would be fun. You know? You could text everyone. Yeah. And I'll just, like, post a random selfie. Like, I'll go, like, through your memories and, like, post one of your selfies on your your social media. (laughs) No one will even know. Hey guys, miss me? Sigh, <laughs> fucking conic. Oh my god. Could you imagine? We just don't tell anyone and you just live my life for me. Yeah. That's honestly fine. I don't even care about that. That's fine. Honestly. Just tell like four people. Yeah. Don't tell everyone. I don't want everyone to know. Because that's embarrassing. Mm-mm. I don't want people to make like weird posts about me. I can't wait. 
obviously I would never see it. So obviously that doesn't make any Never mind. Never mind, guys. What? Never mind. I was gonna say I can't wait to see things that people write about me when I die. But obviously I would never see them. You, you know? might. Hope man you're a ghost. If I die and I can't like watch y'all, I'm gonna be so mad. I like know, huh? that would honestly like that would piss me off more than anything. I think so too. I'd be like, this is ghetto. But if I start thinking about death too much, I will send myself into a psychotic spiral. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like if you think about it too much, it makes me uncomfortable yeah it so that makes me uncomfortable the like thought process of like like not not dinosaurs like i i <laughs> i understand the concept of dinosaurs, dinosaurs. really scared me. no <laughs> it's not dinosaurs but thinking that there is like the comprehension of like before there was us there was dinosaurs and like you know like i just don't think that's shit I like think that. that they were just kidding i think that i think that everyone's just gaslighting us when they tell us those things <laughs> so if you think about it too hard you're like it's one of those things where you're like how do y'all know i try to comprehend like how small earth is compared to like literally like there's like millions of galaxies yeah like what the fuck yeah now that shit will make my head hurt it yes i will sit there i remember one time i got really high and i thought about it for like an hour and i was really crying yeah and then i think about like i've watched like sh- stupid shows like the flash where they talk about like earth one earth two blah 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 all your different personalities all your different versions of you and i'm like yeah this is i hope like, the other version of me is like parallel universes yeah stress me out yeah because they always, and like, okay, have you heard that thing about how like there's someone in the world that looks exactly like he's like your doppelganger? Yeah. Like everyone has one. But like, yeah, I don't know. That's insane. But they also say, I think this is crazy too how they said that if you saw yourself out in public, you wouldn't even recognize them as No, you. you wouldn't. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That is so scary. Or they thought that like, sometimes your deja vu is, I've heard different theories about deja vu. Sometimes deja vu is like your um parallel universe self mm-hmm. or it's like you in your timeline like it's a glitch in the timeline yeah that's horrifying should we have a conspiracy episode <gasps> okay yeah i love conspiracy theories oh my gosh. the mandela effect i can talk about it for hours yes so i think that the mandela effect I'm, we're gonna take save this for the that episode but i have to say this as like my closing statement um i feel like the mandela effect is actually just manufactured and I say this because recent in recent years, say for instance, Stranger Things, mm-hmm. they just went back and changed a scene in like one of the first seasons. Mm-hmm. They they like edited the way a scene was done and they cut out a part of it. So I think things like that happen, mm-hmm. but it's not public knowledge or enough people don't know it so like if i didn't know that and if i went back and watched stranger things now i'd be like didn't this happen in this episode you know but mm-hmm. it's not there anymore so then i'd be like damn am i fucking like did i make that up or whatever you know mm-hmm. i could have and then some people that had never seen it before are watching it and be like no that episode has already been always been like that yeah so i think it's stuff like that ends up happening and it's what that's why it 
that I, that's I, that's the conclusion I came to, and this was just like two weeks ago that I well, came. We to just that have to save that for us because I have a lot to say about that. Okay, so we just have to save that. We're gonna do a full conspiracy theory episode because I think that I just have to have a lot to contribute. I used to stay up until like five a.m. solely just watching conspiracy theory YouTube videos, and when I tell you that I feel like I felt my brain spinning, it was insane. I feel like I learned way too much. Remind me that whenever we talk about the episode, I want to also talk about that fucking underground forest. Um, okay, yes. That they found in like Asia. Well, let me just put everything in my notes now. Yes. <laughs> Please do. Okay. And Robin sent me something too. The Tartarian? 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 I just don't know. Tart. Tart. We'll have a planning session. Okay, well, you sound literally insane. I think it's Tartarian. I don't know how to say it, but Tartar. The Tartar Empire. Put that on there. Okay. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, now we're just going to spill everything we're going to talk about. Don't fucking look any of this up, guys. Let us us educate you. We will fuck you up. Fuck you up. And ban you from ever listening to another episode. We will not do that. We don't want to um, lose viewers. We don't? Um, No. Jordan's just crazy and petty, but it's fine. I'll make sure you guys can still listen. Just don't tell her that you're listening. <laughs> it's okay. I have a free giving heart. Sometimes. I mean, I do. Okay. I yeah. just always remember. I can forgive, but not forget, bitch. Oh, my God. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us for another. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking thirsty. Um All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another episode of this shit show. We didn't know what we were going to talk about, but I feel like we definitely talked for a long time. We got there. We got we, to. We, we, well, we got to something. We we got to. I don't know somewhere. if we got there, but we got somewhere. I don't think that this is going to be a. This wasn't the jolliest episode for you guys to listen to. Sorry, guys. But um, maybe you laughed at the end. Yeah. Maybe this is the kind of episodes that we should put on our like political podcast. Oh, yeah. Or the- also, um, I had someone tell us that they would love for us to do that. So yeah. maybe that'll happen too. reckless politics. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, well. OK. Talk to you guys next week. Um, Amplify 817. On Wednesday. Wednesday. 817. 817. Don't be lame. We're going to be out drinking for my birthday in Chadwick's birthday. Ew. So if you see us out, buy us a shot. Buy me a shot too. Yes. I'll be there. <laughs> she gets one for, um, I don't know what that word is. When you're like included in something just because. Like by association? Yeah, that's it. I get a shot by association. Yeah. Not shot by, I get a <laughs> shot by. <laughs> it's not like I said shot by association. Please don't shoot me. I just want a shot. <laughs> I mean, that too probably. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh my gosh, don't shoot me. That, that is like my worst fear of life is being <laughs> shot. Okay, thank you guys. Bye. Okay, bye. Stay reckless. <laughs>